This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it's a beautiful Wednesday here in Pittsburgh. We are, well, about 24 hours out from the uh, release of the NFL 2023 schedule. Can't wait for that. Uh, You can also hear Matt and I... uh, well, Thursday night we'll be uh, doing a little schedule release show on WDVE, and yeah. we'll do it on uh, these platforms as well. Uh, so can't wait for that. And then, of course, Friday we'll start the rookie minicamp. Uh, in the meantime, the Steelers uh, making a little bit of news today uh, with the release of cornerback Arthur Millette. Should I call him cornerback or should I call him a nickel corner? Because there's a yeah, difference. Right. I mean, they're not the same anymore. I mean, he's a slot. He's a nickel. So – you want to start there, I guess? I mean, we've got some stuff happening. I mean, the schedule release is a ways away, but um, or not a ways away, but it's right around the corner, and hopefully rookie minicamp doesn't have any injuries, knock on wood, you know, anything like that. But, I mean, it'll be great to see those guys running around, maybe get some good reports that way. But let's start with Millette. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do so. So my take on the matter is, first off, you saved about $2 million. Does that sound right with, with the move? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You picked up a little bit of cap space. Great. Um, I still think they could be in the market for a safety or a linebacker. Who knows? I mean, cap space is always good to have. They had a very crowded corner room. No doubt. No doubt. But <laughs> but a not real defined, at least to the public or to my knowledge, slot situation, which is. Well. Okay. That's where I want to go. So they made the signing uh, during the draft. Um, bringing in a, a slot corner, a guy who is has been has been a slot cornerback. Yeah, and every time you know when when they've talked about Patrick Peterson, when Patrick Peterson has talked, he's talked about doing some different things as opposed to just being an outside cornerback. Right. So I, I, I think, think Sullivan is just a slot, though. Shannon Sullivan is is just a slot. Yeah, and and he is a. See, so here's what. So, several times last year, Mike Tomlin was asked about Arthur Millette. Guys were writing stories about him. He would be asked about Arthur Millette during his Tuesday press conference. And every time that happened, Tomlin would say that he was he's a very he's very good on first and second downs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what you want your slot cornerback to be very good at. No, it's kind of the worst compliment, backhanded compliment you could give him. Yeah, oh, he's tough. He'll go in and tackle. That's great. Yeah, I want, my, I want my slot to be able to cover somebody too. And so every yeah. time they got to to second and long or third and long, they had to bump Cam Sutton into the slot. Right. So, so you know. So my take on it, and this further affirms it, is I think that they, as well as the league are getting away from the tough, good at taking on blocks, good blitzer, undersized, not tall long enough for outside, not run the 4-3, but they will battle you and they will tackle Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. You know, I, I just think that that's not what the slot corner position is nowadays because they're simply not athletic enough and – too many teams will just put Tyree Kill in the slot and run go routes out of the slot, you know, and he can't yeah. run with them. You know, I mean, it's, it, 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 
offenses are better at finding your weak spot better than ever now. And if Millet's out there, he's a weak spot. You know, he's not one of the, ideally he's not one of your best 11, no matter how you draw it up. So what I don't know is do they want a variety there week to week? You know, I think the Peterson stuff is really intriguing. I don't know who said this and I don't know if there's any truth to it at all, but Trice could maybe do a little bit of that as a big body dude. Cause, cause he's, he has a size. Yeah. I don't know about that either. I don't he's love been, that either. I think he's an outside dude. He's been him. an outside guy. I mean, he, he's played some safety in his career, so maybe know, he's, he's done some work there, but I don't see that. I would line him up with Porter and say, you guys are outside corners. Go learn that. And then we'll deal with it later. Yeah. Norwood's still in the mix, although I think he's kind of at a career crossroads where put up or shut up time. Yeah. He, Minka. So there's options. I mean, there's five dudes that could maybe do it. Yeah. And I think that they feel pretty comfortable with what they have there now and, and felt comfortable enough doing so to, to get rid of Arthur Millett. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I think, I think this largely the, the signing of Chandon Sullivan was the writing on the wall was the writing was on the wall i mean you know and and the the addition of two talented young cornerbacks in that room um Mm -hmm. they looked at and said okay here's what we got we can't i I don't know they didn't go into the draft looking to draft two cornerbacks i don't believe oh i would be shocked yeah but Corey trice presented himself to them in the seventh round and they couldn't pass on him i I bet they thought that was going to be their uh, who, who's the quarterback they signed Morgan, you know, I mean, that was going to be your quarterback pick and, but how can we pass on Trice? I don't want to get in a bidding war. Well, it, well, we laid it out. Like there were a couple linebackers there that were interesting. You know, there were some other guys who were there that were interesting, but the, you know, I mean, when you get an opportunity to take a guy who you probably had a, a third round, maybe a fourth round grade at worst on in mm-hmm. the seventh round, you take it potential starter at a, at a need at a position of need at a, at a high profile position. Yeah. 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 So, so that's, yeah, that, that's that what corner, I think happened there. I think you're right. And I think the corner room got really crowded really quick and you'd rather have 2 million than a guy that's, you know what he is and not, they say he isn't good enough. He'll be an NFL player this year. And he was, he did some things on special teams as well, but it's not an earth shattering loss either. Yeah. Which leads me to, uh, so CBS sports.com. Um, Cody Benjamin did a ranking of every team's off season. Mm, okay. Now the, the Millett release isn't going to affect what the Steelers did this off season. So here's how he broke this down. So going, he, he broke down all 32 teams, ranked them one to 32, and then gave them letter grades based on their, the tiers that they were in. So the teams that were in the tier in the D tier, nobody got an F. Okay. But, but uh, five teams got D's. That was the Rams at 32, Cardinals at 31, the Chargers at 30. Yeah, that's a little harsh, but okay. Yeah, The Chiefs at 29. They haven't had a great offseason. No, they really haven't. I like the Taylor pickup. I mean, the first-round pick is fine, but it's 31st overall, and – I bring up the Chiefs a fair amount in that look at their wide receiver room. I mean, like they're talking about Kadarius Tony, like he's a number one. I mean, yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, maybe, but can he boy, stay healthy? You know, unbelievably unreliable. I yeah. Mean, 
Sky yeah. Moore and guys like that. I mean, it, yeah, Rasheed Rice. They have they have star power. Obviously, they have an O line. They have Kelsey. They have Mahomes. But there's some spots on that roster that aren't tremendous, right? Uh, and then at 28 are the Titans. The Titans and kind of the Rams and Cardinals to me are all live for tomorrow teams. So I guess I wouldn't be super kind to them. But the Cardinals might have two picks in the first five picks next year. That's next year. It doesn't do them any good this year. No, I guess you're just talking about how much better what this, they did the, this offseason. Did they get to improve for this season? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not that, hey, that was a great move. You got stuff for tomorrow. No, that, that has no bearing in this whatsoever. What okay, did they okay. do to better themselves for 2023? For week one, you know, to beat the yeah. opponent. Yeah, I got you. Okay. It's, yeah. That makes sense. Bunch of teams in the C range here. At 27, you have the Jaguars. At 20, I wonder if you include Calvin Ridley in that since that was a, uh, trade at the deadline actually that really wasn't the, an offseason move though right i would say i wouldn't count that so they haven't done and, a lot and he hasn't played football in three years or a couple oh, years I, know. I think people are a little too excited about him yeah at 26 are the ravens it's been a good two weeks for them before that they did all they did was lock up their quarterback they really haven't added and, and i mean odell and zay i don't them. put any stock in odell beckham whatsoever he hasn't played football in three years Oh, I know. I just I'm, think uh, the wide receivers go from the worst in the league to mediocre. I don't have to squint real hard to look at Odell Beckham and say he plays six games this year. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, unbelie- unbelievably unreliable, just like we talked about. With and not only that, I don't have to look real hard. The first time the first time he does happen to be running open down the field in the Mar tucks a ball and runs. <laughs> Odell going to be happy with that? Because he hasn't been in his other stops. There could be some... It's all pretty in May, without yeah. question. But there is some room for error, without question, in a new system and a frustrating environment. Who's to say? But I mean, the last couple of weeks they got better. It did nothing before that. At twenty-five or the twenty-sixes, I'm not saying they should be fifteenth on the list. Yeah. Um, at twenty-five of the Commanders, not a lot. Twenty-four of the Buccaneers. They're another one that's going to take a big step back, and they know it. Yeah. And 23 of the Saints, and they had a Derek Carr. I say Carr's an upgrade. Yeah, he's, he said that basically I mean, gets him out of – that move basically got them out of a D. They yeah. really haven't added anything else. Yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, there isn't major addition. I mean, Jamal Williams doesn't move the – No. No, no, that's fair. That keeps him out of a D. At 22 are the 49ers. Adam Hargrave's big. Adam Darnold might matter. But is Not it a lot is else it, other than that? Yeah, is that, a, is that a move that's really going to get you a... <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't give them a one in the positive column for Darnold. Hargrave no. obviously is. Maybe the worst draft of any team, though. Oh, yeah. 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 At 21 are the Packers. Okay, I could I mean, make a just I could make a case that they should be lower. I uh, they did some good stuff in the draft, but they lost Aaron Rodgers. As I say, they're not better than they were last we saw them. No, you know, as we always say, this from draft until training camp is the 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 eternal optimism time. Everyone's going to be healthy and great. I don't know how you can make the arguments that you'd say the Packers are better now than they were last we saw them. No, not at all. Right. At 20 are the Vikings. 
decent, but I can't believe they haven't done more at corner. I mean, yeah. The man coverage they're going to play, and I can see Addison having a fine year. I think they're a very mediocre team. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're 20th on this list, so. Yeah, that's, that's telling. At 19 are the Raiders. Ooh. So, I wish I could quote whoever said this. I'll take Carr over Garoppolo as a baseline. Yeah. But I think Jimmy has started two games in his career without Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. And they were New England. Like, we know what Kyle Shanahan got out of Brock Purdy. I mean, is is Jimmy good? (laughs) You know what I mean? I, I, I think he's league average. I mean, he, and he might be worse in a bad situation. I mean, he, he was be. in the best situation, which made Mr. Irrelevant look good. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, at 18 are the Browns. The Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in the AFC. Um, yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, I like the Browns offseason. Elijah Moore, I'm a fan of. I like Tillman. The problem is, is they, they really didn't upgrade it. I mean, they spent money. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like just shuffling chairs on the deck of the Titanic on defense. At least they have the tackles that don't stink in Tomlinson. I think they overpaid for them. And I think they might have a Robin to Batman if Garrett's Batman. But the linebackers and safeties and corners aren't better. I mean, Juan Thornhill doesn't move the the needle for me at all. No. Um, Nothing at linebacker. And and I think the problem is with the way that they've – wanted to play now maybe that's not going to be the way they want to play this year all that running back depth that they had is gone totally shot it's chubb and nothing else and and they've shown time and time again they don't want to give chubb the ball 300 times no and it doesn't seem like he's this point of his career but those guys start to hit 27 ish years old it's hard to count on them well and the problem is now the money is kicking in for him so now he's got to be that guy yeah, 100%. you know, so it's seventeen are the Patriots. Hmm. I mean, I, I think their skill position shuffling is the decks on the Titanic. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at their defense though. I'm really growing fond of their defense. There's no star, but they've got. I was talking about this on today's my podcast today that they got about eighteen guys on defense that Bill will use for 50 snaps a game. I mean, they just have a lot of stuff and versatility, and now Christian Gonzalez. Team lacks star power in a big, big way, but I think their defense will be good. I saw a stat the other day, like the last six weeks of last season, their defense was atrocious. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were giving up 30 points a game. It was really bad, yeah. It I mean, may, some of that may have been because the offense, um, you know, wasn't holding up its end of the bargain. Uh, right. which, you know, has an effect on the defense over the course of the season. But if that defense isn't scoring points and they aren't scoring special team points, their offense isn't good enough to carry that team. That's that's what I was going to say. I'm glad you brought up special teams because I guarantee that was the worst offense special teams combination in Belichick's career. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, it's 16, another C, the Falcons. I think they're noticeably better. I think I mean, they're better, but us, I mean, they're so they're 16. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, these are teams I think that took a step forward, though. I mean, their defense now has seven starters as opposed to three. <laughs> and Bijan's good. At 15, the last of the C teams are the Bills. 
two nice additions on offense and Kincaid and a starting guard in Torrance. But you lost. I mean, I'm not saying they should have kept Edmonds, but you lost a guy like that who's been valuable for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've gotten better. Everyone's gotten better, but I wouldn't say by leaps and bounds. The teams that got B's at 14, the Dolphins. Jalen Ramsey's a nice addition. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't like what they're doing at quarterback. No, I would have gone bigger than Mike White. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, Mike White doesn't move the needle for me. Um, David Long helps. Oh, yeah. We got that one. That's a good pickup. Their defense could be pretty good. I mean, they Cam had no Smith. they had no draft picks to add to that group. So no. But Cam Smith's decent, you know. Yeah. At 13 are the Colts. I love their draft. They didn't do anything else, though. I mean, they signed Matt Gay. They said $22 million for Matt Gay. (laughs) Right. I mean, they were the least active team in the league in free agency, and they had some money. Yeah. Like their draft. Um, At 12 are the Cowboys. I mean, Cooks and Gilmore. If if we're we're just talking about who got better, those guys aren't what they used to be, but they can still play. Yeah. At 11 are the Bengals. Orlando Brown. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying their their O line is fixed, but it looks you know acceptable. You know, yeah. I mean, he's an upgrade over Jonah Williams. The problem is, is that Jonah Williams is probably still going to be starting on your line. (laughs) Right, right, right. He's still one of your top five. We've talked about this to death, but I mean, Orlando Brown, Burrow, Chase, possibly Higgins are all going to be making top of the markets contracts here on offense. And oh, by the way, they lost with two starting safeties. They did. They, they definitely kind of a big deal. Yeah. I like Miles Murphy, though. Defense should be solid. At 10 are the Seahawks. I'm fine with that. It's a little bit of a Geno leap of faith, though. Like, yeah. are we sure he's good? You know, like, he's had like 10 good games in his career and yeah. eight of them were last year. $25 million. He better be uh, at least. Right. Better than a little better than league average. I mean, I like Draymond Jones as a pickup, and I bet Smith the Jigba helps a lot right off the bat. Yeah, we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves on Seattle. Those teams are. Everyone's talking about them like they're a contender. I'm like, I don't know about that. Well, maybe they are in the NFC. Who knows? Yeah. At nine are the Texans. They made some sneaky moves like Shaq Mason and not Jimmy Robert. Jimmy Ward and you know right 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 some older dudes that are culture guys that have won games and we know the top two picks are you know obviously what we're talking about here more than anything yeah they're the last of the b teams which takes us to the teams who get an a for their offseason number eight is the giants i'm on board with that i mean we could fight about should you pay barkley should you pay jones that was a hairy situation and almost they had a darren waller paris campbell's you know they got pass catchers now yeah they got a setter they got another corner Bobby Okarike is a guy that we talked about in the uh, in the offseason. Uh, I mean, you know, he's a B-minus linebacker, but he might be their best linebacker in 20 years. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's seven are the Broncos. They sneakily did some stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're going to run the football. Sean Payton is really putting his stamp on the team. They spent yeah. a lot of money on Mike McGlinchey and Ben Power, so. They're bad. They're bad bad sign i mean you spent a lot of money on average starters yeah those guys will be cap cuts in two years yeah i mean people are complaining about about chooks or core for 10 million dollars a year 
Mike McGlinchey's getting twice that much, and he's not twice the player. <laughs> Chooks is better in protection than McGlinchey. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and Sayamalu's better than Ben Powers. Oh, they're not close. Yeah. So, right. I mean, know. they got two big run blockers. Throwback. They're going to hide Wilson. I mean, I think they overspent. Zach Allen's a good player, but they did get better. I mean, they were dreadful before. Yeah. At six are the Steelers. I think they deserve an A. I mean, we could fight about should they be six or four or one or eight or whatever. But I love their offseason. This they, is what I don't get about the people expecting, like, the, the over-under eight-and-a-half wins. I know. I mean, they won nine games last year with a lesser roster. And we're going to get into that more of that in, in, in the uh, in, in one of the next segments here. But they've had a really good offseason. They've had a lot of different things. They could play. I mean, we talk about Steelers all the time. I mean, just the skill guys they can throw at you are really strong. I mean, and not only that, but the depth that they now have. I yeah, mean, you talked, about the, the, you talked about the Patriots having 18 guys on defense. Steelers aren't far off from that. No. And two positions nobody has depth at, O-line and corner. The Steelers almost, almost have too many rosterable players at those spots. They've got better defensive line depth than they've had in a long time. Right, right. I mean, if like Watts or Solomalu or one of those guys is your sixth or seventh player, usually they're your four. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's been a good offseason for them. Uh, at five are totally the all new linebackers too, by the way, who could that yeah. gets for, you know, uh, five are the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, being able to keep slay Cox Graham, I think there's something to be said. They for kept, that. they kept some of the band together. Yeah. I thought they'd get hit harder. Yeah. Now a lot of those guys that they sign, Kelsey Graham Cox slay, those guys aren't getting any younger. No, no, they're they're a pretty old team. All of a sudden, yeah. So you you better be drafting well and get you know. Uh, everybody's no, no. loving the hey they've look they've added all these Georgia guys. That doesn't mean that every guy that you had from Georgia is going to be good in the NFL. I adore Jalen Carter, but if you look at the defensive players drafted from Georgia the last couple of years, they're better in college than they've been in the pros. Yeah, they're playing next to. Five because they're playing next to a bunch of five star, like they're all good. Yeah, so it, I mean, it, it might be more Robins than Batman. That if you look at the history, might show us. Like if we look at <coughs> last year's Georgia D, this year upcoming, and the two years ago, how many of those guys turned into stars? I mean, yeah. if I had to put chip down on who, it would be Jalen Carter. But, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would there's also a have Swift and Penny than Miles Sanders. I would too. Yeah. But yeah. there's a reason, for example, why Kaylee Ringo fell to the fourth round. Stiff. And I mean, he's right. He's not a great prospect. No, no. Um, at four are the Bears. And I think, they, I think they did have a good offseason, but they had so far to go. <laughs> I mean, they entered when the season, when the Super Bowl final whistle, whistle rang, the Bears owned the first overall pick and had the most cap space in the league. So if they're not in the top five, <laughs> shame on them. I mean, come on. You know, like, <laughs> here's a bunch of aces. Just don't lose. Right. And they, they are better. Of course they're better. And I think you can judge fields now finally properly with what's around it. I might have a problem here with number three. The Panthers. 
Ooh, I do too. Losing, I don't trust Bryce Young. And no. losing DJ Moore is a big deal. You gave up a number one receiver. Right. That you were already paying. Like, it's not like he was going to cost you money. Right. You had already, you'd already redone the contract. Like, I'm not saying they shouldn't have made the, the Young deal. And obviously, next year's first had to be a part of that. So that aside, what spot do you think the Panthers will earn in the draft next year? They're going to be top eight. Right. And I think they were nine last year. Right. Like, I mean, there's, I don't think they're better. I, I like the hope, you know. Hey, I mean, I'm not, I'm not jumping up and down. Oh, look, they got Adam Thielen and Hayden Hurst. Well, okay. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, they, their O-line's fine. Defense is good. I just don't see many wins. No, I don't either. No. At two are the Jets. Now we just had the Packer conversation. There's obviously a, the upside down of that. Yeah. But I don't know that I like a lot of the other moves that they made along with that. No. Like bringing, <laughs> up, bringing over a bunch of Aaron Rodgers pass catchers from Green Bay who didn't do much in Green Bay last year. I don't like any of that. I mean, I just, I, I adding Chuck Clark was, was fine. He's a, he's a, a decent player. Oh, pick up, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was Nicole down. Hardman? Right, I'm not an Hardman fan. Cobb's no good. Lazard's fine. But you might just get an A from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers. I get it. I mean, hey, you're going you're gonna to get an A for that. Yeah. But did you have the second best offseason of, of any team? I mean, probably arguably. I, I, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But it's a, it's it's a deserving of an A for getting making that move. But eh, I don't know. And number yeah. one are the Lions. I basically understand that. I mean. The knock on the Lions offseason is you didn't use premium assets on premium positions. But I think this isn't what this exercise is about. It's who got better for week one. And they got yeah. better for week one. Yeah. I mean, Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, and Gardner, uh, Chauncey, uh, Gardner Johnson in your secondary. Um, we totally remade that. Mm-hmm. It was a bad group before. And yeah. Rakuta's gone. Um, I think David Montgomery is an upgrade over Jamal Williams. Yeah. Um, and obviously they think Gibbs over Swift is massive. Yeah. Which I don't know what all's going on with the Swift stuff, but they hate him. <laughs> well, I mean, those who know him best, you know. Right, right. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Brian Branch will help. Brian Branch will help. Jack Campbell will help. I know people are killing him yeah. about where they where they took those guys, but they're going to come in and play. Mm-hmm. I would have never taken Campbell that early, but he could be defensive rookie of the year and play every snap. Yeah, he could have 140 tackles this year and yeah. you know, do all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but that's the uh, that was the offseason move for everybody. Um, Steelers come out quite well on that, and um, well, I think deservedly so. Yeah, no, 100 percent aggressive. So, you know, great plan, good offseason. Yeah, and not just aggressive, but calculated. Cal- frugally aggressive. Yeah, like yeah they didn't yeah, overspend yeah. for anybody. Right, right, right. I mean, they didn't aggressive is the wrong word. Yeah, they didn't give. They didn't give Sam Malu fifteen million dollars a year or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they were all. Yeah. Hey, you can subscribe now to the drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through your Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you find your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. 
We'll be back with more right after this.